Uh, welcome to the last episode of uh, Just Kicking It Podcast. Um, this is it. This is the last episode. Um, if you want to see me, uh, actually, this is the last one I'll be on for a while. If you want to see B and uh, Chelsea fans, Liverpool and Ricky, and our special guest, um, you can uh, you know hit them up on their their various um, you know social media channels. Um, it is over for me. Um, I've been Ali out um, is for for the last two weeks. It took me a tipping point. Um, it started with the um, YMCA uh, loss to the YMCA boys. That that like that was when I was really and this is about me though. So everybody else, y'all can see what y'all. Are. I'm gonna go back on me for a second. So this because because I got I, I talk so much shit though, man. I gotta talk directly to everybody because I know that the heat's coming. So I need to talk to the people. Um, I've talked about a lot of uh, various things uh, on this podcast about how we were back. We are back, but not with this manager. That's one. Um, two, um, this man is clueless, man. Uh, I'd rather take everybody on this podcast as a manager holistically than what we have currently. Um, we have decided not to start Paul Pogba for two games in a row. And two big games, not 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 not, not up against um, you know Brentford, not against uh, Crystal Meth, not against uh, shout out to my new favorite team, uh, Sheriff Therese. I shot the sheriff as I called them. Um, not against none of them, not against I shot the sheriff, but against <laughs> Liverpool and a must needed game against Atlanta. Um. It's, it's shameful for the to, for the badge, the club. I had full gear on earlier. I had to change my outfit and everything. I'm literally took my daughter out to uh, me and Xander went out and, and she just knew it was a disappointment after uh, eating and everything. We I took her out to eat. I go get her ice cream and get a full Sunday <laughs> just to make her feel okay about me, not about her. It was about me, how I looked. She knew it was something troubling me. So welcome to uh, Just Kicking the Podcast. Uh, I, B is here. Ricky, y'all know Ricky. Um, and he's got the 5-0 going back on. And our special guest, uh, another Chelsea fan. This is horrible. I don't even know what I mean. I don't even know how to even deal with all y'all. The lovely, it's our first woman on the podcast as well. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. First woman, she's breaking the barrier. Chrissy, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. So I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm sorry about this. Um, I had to get that off. And I have a lot of more sup- expletives I wanted to use. But I'm trying to um, balance it out. Um, shout out to the damn. We will be having the first live Just Kicking It podcast at the damn Chelsea versus Man U Saturday after um, Thanksgiving. Me and B live in person. We already got a table. They already took me over the table over in the corner. If you're not too cold, it shouldn't be too cold. But if it is, we'll be out there jackets. So we'll be giving y'all more information on that coming up soon. So first live, just kicking it, period. So that is the good news. So I'm going to let y'all go in and do what y'all got to do. Yeah, I want to I want to jump in there. Definitely want to thank, uh, you know, Chrissy and Rick for joining the pod. appreciate you guys' this time. Um, Daryl. Double D, hope you, hurry up, Double D, hurry up. <laughs> Daryl. We're happy you're here, man. We're happy you made it. Um, I want to start off with some some audio 
just to kind of set the, the mood and table of, of where Manchester United is today. So I'm going to start with this audio. Give me a moment, you guys. See, this is not as bad as this ain't in pre production. I can actually put it in pre production. This is how much you can shot me. All right, here we go with the audio. Fucking weak. I want to eat this guy fucking hard. I don't care, bro. I don't care no more. We play that in every fucking game. But we're shit. McGuire is shit. Take Pogba out of this fucking team. Take McGuire out of this team and get Ollie out. I'm fucking tired, bro. I'm sick of this shit, man. No, 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 no. I, I get his feeling, you know what I'm saying? But as a as a um objective uh listener and an objective fan, I will have to take I have to take I have to take my motion out. If we did this game, I mean did this podcast at one o'clock, I would have been like that. I was super fired up. I was so hot. Um, it was so bad, man. Um Shout out to my daughter, who's the new captain of her uh, soccer team as well. She yeah, just was like, "Is this is that is this what we cheer for?" <laughs> Thanks. Yes, I'm in. What, what do you guys think? <laughs> Look, I couldn't even. I could not this. Yes, yes. I was hurt. I was hurt. That's that's worse than any of what y'all can say. <laughs> oh, oh man. Man, listen. Look, look, I mean, we can start from the beginning. I, I want to thank you, Liverpool fans. Thank you. This is a blessing. We're glad we could help, you know. No, no, no because I, I if we would have lost two to one, three to one, four to one. We would have masked your, uh, your deficiencies, right? Yeah. Exactly. It always been a little excuse like, well, you know, it just Ali, you know. The ass whoop. I wanted more goals. I was at the point. Me, me too. I was Don't actually cheering for I, I, Liverpool. I I did too. I was like, Chelsea scored seven. I wanted seven. I was like, you know, listen, at the first half, I was like, man, Chelsea scored seven. The Liverpool said, yo, hold my beer. We fell too like, short, it, but, uh, you know, uh, listen, I, I will say this. I know team. you will disagree with it, Ricky, Chrissy, as well as B. Y'all disagree with Manchester United is the most talented team in the Premier League. We have the worst coach in the Premier League, though. We're talking about I will take anyone from the bottom three, move them up, and we will be okay. The talent is – I'm talking about the depth. Everything is good to go. Look, look, if Liverpool loses a center back, it's game over. If they lose a center center midfield, it's game over. We got – even though they may suck. But we have people that can at least replace the suckiness with the equal suckiness Where on different day? levels, except for the front three. Our front three is the best front three ever. Let's I don't know about that. Know. Know. Uh, oh, let's stop. No, no, no. This, this has already been discussed. This is already solidified. It's law. I, I got a front three that, that, that'll, that, that'll, you know. Have oh, so you think I, your front three is better than Rashford, Cavani, Ronaldo, Greenwood? Yes. 
Yes, I no. got Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, and Mohamed Salah. Firmino's 39 years old. He's the same age as Ronaldo, no. so that's a wash. But, 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 guess, but guess what? If we even take him out, we got we got a shot of Jada. You know what I mean? We got a Jada in there. So oh. he can he can feel right in. And he, they were on the map today. They, they were all on the map today. You're, you're talking about one play. I'm talking about, I got a three. I actually want to run a front five. I, w- I was actually like thinking about, should we just run a front five? Never been done in history of football. Just run the front five. That's what I'm wondering. What kind of what kind of system is that? What kind it doesn't make no sense. Five. Exactly. And it's better what we're doing right now, right? You'd leave you'd leave your 85 million dollar ice chest wide open, man. Yeah. It's not on it's not on Lindelof, man. This has been a problem for Lindelof for a while. Right. This has been a thing of Lind- Lindelof is the biggest issue with anything, and I think it's racial, man. I'm throwing the race card out there. Yes, I am. Bro, bro, I'm I, think Maguire, I think Maguire is easily equally to blame. I'm going to tell you. No, no, no. Because if you notice, when Graham was there, he didn't have to worry about anything over there. He actually didn't have to worry about that side. He's scared. He literally does not trust Shaw today. Luke Shaw got skewered today. He wasn't even... He was terrible. But Lindelof is saying everything goes... The apple card is thrown off. The apple yeah, thrown your, off. Your best side is Juan Bissaka. Everything else over there is absolute crap. Yeah, the right. apple card is thrown off and ran not there. But but think about this: you paid eighty-five million bucks for Harry Maguire, and then you're gonna blame Lindelof. We bought Virgil Van Dijk, and he made everybody better, <clears throat> right? So you look at Matip, who people are like, "Oh, you know, Joel Matip, blah blah blah." No, he made him better. He made Joe Gomez better. He made Harry Maguire doesn't have that. He's an eighty-five million dollars center who can't make anybody. Right, better. but we were also working with Phil Jones previously, so we got to look at where we were at. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Jones. Hey, I mean, listen. Let, let's throw it over to Chrissy. Chrissy. Yeah, hey, Chrissy, jump on in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, so, I, I have um, issues uh, with uh, uh, Chelsea because I am my new team is I shot the sheriff, so I'm trying to figure out how I can figure out how to get them to the final. So a couple of things. Um, one of the things I talked about with Brandon when I was at brunch today was the fact that I feel like Manchester United went with more of a defensive lineup. You guys didn't start Pogba. You had um, a 4-2-3-1. So you had Ronaldo up front, which means everybody else is kind of taking their shape in the midfield. But just like last year, you guys got exposed. You guys have always had the talent up front, but where you lack is the defense. So you, I mean... Liverpool just exposed you. That's not to discredit you as a team because you guys are great, but you guys just got exposed. Harry Maguire, yes. While I think he's just now coming back from an injury, he didn't have the support. He didn't have the support, and it showed. So I think you guys will be okay. You know, everybody takes some L's, but, you know. (laughs) We all understand the racial part of this. I know I saw B looking at – I was throwing a race card up there. And let me go to race card for a second. One second. One second for the race card. He has figured out a way to make it about Fred when it's really about that white guy, Lindelof. And he won't start Eric Bailly, and Eric Bailly is 30 times better than him. And it's always the excuse that he gets hurt. So what? If he gets hurt, we'll sell him out. Let him get hurt then if he's better. So what but y'all have there- sacrificed the black people. When, or, when, when is Varane supposed to return? Right. That's what you need. When is Varane supposed to return? Varane's next week. Varane's back next week. He had a growing pool. He's back next week. 
Because that's a real center back. Like he's he's yeah. good. He makes but others. My good. thing is shouldn't have been that bad. Eric, I've been showing Eric Bailly for a whole year in this podcast. Never really trusted him at the back with you know footwork yeah. wise. You know what I mean? And he seems like kind of injury prone. You know what I mean? Every every time I look up, okay, it's fine. Let let him get injured then. At least and then you can have an excuse about this. It's it's like having like a good player and then like, oh, I don't want to play because he gets hurt. So yeah. what? Let him play if he ball out, he gets hurt. Let me chime in here. I, I don't see your whole race angle. I think you got multiple problems. I think Lindelof is, is a bum. McGuire looks like a bum. You got Ali with all of his tactical the directions. I, I can't make that's just constant that. though. Be be constant is Ali, period. Have I'm just trying to be out there. I'm playing it from FIFA. Direction. I'm playing it from FIFA. Have you seen that meme that I'm talking about? Yes, I've seen every meme. I've seen everything. Ricky has brought a lot of people towards me over the last three, four weeks in general. I don't even know. Like, he goes on my hashtags and just hits me. And then, like, if, I don't know if he puts a, a signal to Liverpool Nation or what it is, but they hit me up. <laughs> you that little bird signal that goes out like a bat signal? You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't even know you. It makes my day, you know, when Rick adds me to the meme. I'm just like, yes, sir. I got the bird, man. <laughs> the bird. Chrissy, you, Chrissy, you are actually a rational Chelsea fan. Um, right. At least, at least, at least as of right now, until you have been inducted into this whole madness of uh, the podcast. Um, what do you think that? Do you think a new manager will work for Manchester United to fix the issues? I think at this point, yes, just like not to jump off topic, but um, take, for example, Tottenham. Tottenham's always been one of those clubs that has been pretty good. They have potential to be better. You know, they brought in Nuno, so they've been taking L's. So at this point, who do you blame? Do you blame Nuno? Do you blame the coaches? Do you blame the owner? I mean, somebody's going to take some responsibility. At this point, I think you can only cut people slack for so long, but Tottenham, just like United and all those other big clubs, they're used to winning. They want winning coaches. They want winning players. They need people that are going to produce. So at this point in the season, if you're not producing, you need to bring in somebody who's going to. We have a winter transfer window coming up. That's another opportunity to get players and, you know, you do what you need to do. Um, in regards to United, I think it may be time, but who who can fill that slot? I don't know. Oh, I got a long list of people. Let me... Well, well, right now would be a good time for you guys to go shopping. Antonio Conte just sent me his resume. He said, you know, in case you got. No, so I got a long list here. Got I know Peter would love that. Conte go over there. Set things Listen, straight. I, I don't. I don't think it's a good job. I don't think it's a good job. You got. Of course, you not... don't think it's a good job. I, I don't even think it's a good job. No, it, it's almost like Barcelona. No, 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 no. That's a whole no, 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 no. no. Let me, let me. That's a whole toxic relationship. The way I do the calculus on this, Daryl, is you guys are a has-been club with a bunch of has-been players, with a has-been manager, and really just a a, a fan base that's living on the past. Now, I've, I've tried to break this down for a couple of years now to you. You guys are shit. Okay, your expectations are way too high. It's over, man. You're a mid-tier club, and you wow, stop. stop. Wait, wait. I got a piggyback. I got a piggyback because I remember when we did this podcast right before the season started. 
What was it said? Oh, we got Ron, we got Sancho. This is our year. This is our year. We're in. You guys yeah. are gonna yeah. Liverpool yeah. ain't even gonna come forward. But, but if you remember though, Jeff, Ricky, Ricky, if you remember, I said in spite of uh, of our substitute teacher. Well, you said that in spite of Ole, you guys are going to take it. Liverpool wasn't even going to finish in the top four. That's what you said. All yes. sorts of nonsense. All sorts of nonsense to me. And that was pre. That was pre. Uh, that was pre Ronaldo too. Brandon, can you still have that same opinion considering they finished one slot above us last year in points? I, I show that as like a small ripple in the force. No, two years in a row we finished above you. Odd, odd, odd things can happen from time to time. But I'm talking about overall when you just look, in all seriousness, when you look at the club and the way it's being run, the Glazers, Ed Woodward, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, it's a poor foundation. You can't expect the players to perform when you have a, a poor foundation and major cracks in your foundation. And that's where you guys are at the club. Did you see Sir Alex Ferguson's face? Face. In the stands? That said it all today. They they got right. With That's what me. No, all this is is helping us out. Y'all understand? No, I have not. I have actually sent out a couple of eagles out myself. I've sent a couple of eagles. <laughs> I've <laughs> made a list. They they, they not for to get rid of Ole. Let's let's be real here. No no that's but, fine. Ole can stay this week. I what don't I, think I don't think Ole has the experience to take this club where it needs to go. I don't. No think no, no 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 no. Even if we win any game, is in spite of him. I've well, always his, said. His, this. It's not, but it's not just him. His entire coaching staff does not have all of them. Got to go look at Jeff. Yeah. That's why I said we need to. This is his first coaching job, right out of. See what happened with the. No, no, no. He played for Mond. He, he was going for Mond. Same situation. They don't have this type of experience. Let's be real. This wow. is not your run of the mill. This is Manchester United, right? The, Liverpool and Manchester United are the two most successful clubs in English history. Chelsea's on the come up. You know what I mean? They Roman bought them over. What? No, Roman. Roman brought them up on the up and up. They were I mean, nobody before that, you know. I mean, I mean, I would say Manchester United is a successful club. Wait, don't try to slide that shit in. I'm, I'm, I hear what you're saying, man. But, but what I'm saying is, hey, Chris, Chris, Chrissy ain't even looking. She looked down her phone, no, even yeah, like she went over her head. <laughs> no, I, I, I heard, but I was just surprised he would actually make that statement. But go for, off for for a club the size of Manchester United. Okay, this is not what they need or what is expected. A coach. For Manchester United is expected to have experience, is expected to get his message across and lead the players. We don't know what their training looks like. We don't know if they even know what they're doing. But whatever it is, when it comes on the pitch, it does not translate. You know, and that's another really good point. You see him over there telling them, doesn't translate. It's not working, right? His coaching staff isn't working. So I got this, 100%, 100% and, and, agree with that. You can't, I can't blame the players because a lot of those players are talented players. Very what, talented. what? What is Manchester United doing? Like, what is their style of play? What are they? They don't have to one. They don't have. A, they don't have. They don't have an identity. Exactly. I agree. Right. They don't. And, and you have talented players. You got Jadon Sancho. Right. He can't even get on the pitch. Looks like a bus. Right? You got Greenwood. You got. You got Rashford. You got Anthony Martial. I mean, he's firing in goals for France. Right. You have Cristiano Ronaldo. You have uh, Bruno Fernandes. You got a great core of players that, with the proper identity and the proper style and system, proper coaching, proper management, we would expect them to be at least in the top four. You know what I mean? At least challenging. But, but that, that structure isn't there. What do you think is the biggest difference between last year and this year in terms of your success? 
Oh, no, no. Like I've, I've always said that we win in spite of our manager. This has been like a thing of like in spite of and like people have figured out how we're going to play our style of play and really fit into it. And on top of it, Ronaldo actually is a blessing because it actually exposed. We've always never had a good center uh, striker up front, period. We've been always kind of like a circling of, you know, Martial, Cavani, Lukaku, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lukaku with y'all. But he was properly, you know, potentially. But we've always had great wingers, decent midfield, and a decent uh, back four. But he doesn't know how to put players in the right position. But I'm going to be honest with you. Your uptick in form, form, let me say form, last year was not a result of anything that Manchester United did. It was a result of Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Bingo. And no, and no Virgil van Dijk at Liverpool. Liverpool's Bingo. Your but we beat we be City. Great that you we beat City twice. That we weren't doing what we were supposed to do because of the, the different reasons that we had. Right. right? Lampard left. Tuchel came in, right? Chelsea uptick. Van Dijk came back. Liverpool is on the uptick. Right? So now you guys don't have anything on the uptick. You guys still don't have the form. Still, it's the same... It's the same uh, same system, same manager, same everything, but now you're doing poorly. I don't think it's that you're doing poorly. I think it's that everybody else was suffering last year that made you guys look better at that time. It goes back once again to our manager, and this is fine. So I I mean I do want to list off my top five managers um, for uh, entering coming up this week. Okay. Uh, first, Jesus. Um, number one, the first Jesus is number one. I'm for that. Um, I'm for Jesus. If you believe in Jesus and hey, as our God, he can't take you to the top. Nobody. If, if we can, if we can't get to the top with Jesus, then we can't do anything else. Number two, Alexander the Great. I figure if he can lead men across uh, multiple continents, he can lead us to a Champions League final. As well as the Premier League shit. To Wembley, to Wembley Stadium for the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do all that. Uh, number three, Genghis Khan. Um, I have Genghis Khan as number three. If he can own all of that area in Asia, I figure he can lead our men to. You got, you got um, all right there. You got and, and Genghis Khan second most children to uh, Will Chamberlain all time. Yeah. What do you mean second most? <laughs> he got like more than Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Will Chamberlain got nothing in the books. I think they neck and neck. Hey, no. Will Chamberlain got nothing in the books. It's a powerful seed, man. It's a powerful yeah. seed. Yeah. Uh, number four is Zidane. Zidane, mm. amongst this pecking order, is number four. It is, and, and, and we ain't worried about no bread with that. Because we ain't paid, uh, we ain't paying Ollie no bread, so it ain't gonna, it ain't hurt nobody. Oh, you're gonna bring him in for no bread. To go away, you gotta pay him. To no, go that's fine. But we his his buyout is super low. Three year contract. But his buyout is yeah, super low. Signed. Signed. He can't even buy me off my job. They can buy. They can't even buy me off my job right now. <laughs> how much his buyout is? <laughs> you're crazy, man. You're and the last man. one, and I and, and I don't think it'll be a Mourinho part two. Is Conte. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just too volatile. They need Zidane to come in. I already know Ronaldo's already got him a hit up. Like, yo, gee, we already got this ready to go. I got these young horses. Everybody young, baby, you go get some bread here for five, next five, six years. Then you go coach the Euro, Euro squad with everybody after you see how things shakes out. Because they're back four, they're back four for the Euro for their European squad is young. Yeah. If you look at 
Varan is 2829. Uh what's my other uh Kiempo? Um the uh the brother with the blonde hair, Kiempo. He's mm -hmm. like 30. You know what I'm saying? Like they're back. So you might want to chill three or four years, wait it out. Then you can be the national team coach. Go ahead and steal some bread from United real quick. Go ahead and go out there and really win some chips, get it popping, unless you're going to coach my new favorite team, I shot the share. And that's what I'm on top hey, of. You, you should add Fat Santio because he's known to stop the bleeding. Man, I, I feel I feel really bad for you guys. You know what I think it is you're missing? Me and Chrissy were kind of talking about this earlier today. You guys have a tremendous amount of talent, skilled players, right? But I don't see the engine. I don't see the passion, the heart to drive, you know, who's getting back to make challenges, recover the ball, press the ball. I saw today the manager tried to do the right thing with uh, with Fred and, uh, you know, his partner, uh, the, the young kid, what, McTavene or whatever? Yeah, yeah. McFred. Yeah, it, it's not there, man. Those aren't, the, those aren't the right attitudes. And you see it even with the smaller clubs. That's one thing that we learned this weekend. Look at your Watford, the passion, the heart to drive, not ultimate skill players, but the drive. And that's what's missing from a Manchester United. I don't see Ali Gunn or Solskjaer being able to provide that. And, and I think that's where you guys are really suffering. And I, I kind of like that Zidane name, if you could pull that off. I think that could turn the table for you. And also, I also, look, he's up for bid from y'all Chelsea boys. I've been talking about for a minute. I was like, I want Rudiger, man. He's the type of dude that's come in. Just go and give me a red card to make everybody feel what we do, what we about in this life. <laughs> you don't touch Rudiger. No, no, no. He's, he's already on the uh, Liverpool looking at him too. No, Liverpool no. looking at him. We I are. They were still in, in contract negotiation. They are. Right in, uh, look, well, they <laughs> talked to Ricky about that because uh, Liverpool, they said, is leading for him right now. Look, well, I don't think we are leading for anybody right now, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say the leading candidate for him right now is Bayern Munich. Oh, stop. Just the German <laughs> connection? No. I'm no, that means nothing. He's he can a, do he's that a, on the, on the back side of the third. Player. Look, he's a German national player, one of the top center backs in the league. Guess what that normally leads to? It does. I already did it. It You're in no position to talk. You have no money to go spend on anybody. You guys won't reload on anybody. Your ownership. I, I don't have to spend right now. I just have to resign those That's my so, only problem. Right that, now. That's the thing you and Daryl have in common. You both have poor ownership. Oh, we have well, well, we can no, 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 no. There's, there's a big difference in the ownership. Damn. Us spending money and United spending money. It's two different things. Our ownerships are two different things. Now, we have pieces in place, and we have a lot of young talent coming through, right? If Harvey Elliott was still here, you'd see what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. But, but it's not that we don't have money to spend. It's just that we only spend on what is, a, you know, what is necessary. It has to be a piece that will fit and that makes sense. We don't just buy to buy like, you know, those other records. But... <laughs> Yeah, we, we buy that they fit a certain role. Look how, you know, we, we bought Jada. We didn't hesitate. And he came in and you see the role he played and, and how his he seems trajectory to fit. Right. You know, when we took Mo Salah in, when we took Mana in, you see the pieces, how the pieces played out. We weren't as shy to go and buy Van Dyke and Allison because we needed those pieces. After the Champions League final, when we lost to um, Madrid, we went and bought Allison like, and for me, we bought Fabinho. Literally three days after the final, we bought for video because we were like, yo, we, we're leaking through the middle, so let's seal it up. We went and got you know what? I, that, sounds, that sounds like translation. You're fearful of the oil money going to Newcastle 
and essentially Newcastle hey. becoming the new Liverpool. Everybody, no, no, no. Everybody Newcastle, should be, everybody Europe, should be down. Family. Newcastle's the new Liverpool. No, no, Newcastle be the new Chelsea because that's no, where all the money no. slides in and brings the club up. Yep. That's uh, since, since we all hating on me, let's talk about this. Let's transition. Uh, we talk about Newcastle. Me and B have been talking about this Boy, for if anybody listen, we've been talking about this for months. Yes. About about this 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 all money coming in and changing the game. And now everybody, everybody the new the new super league. Right. Everybody's worried about the super league. The super league is the Premier League now. Yes, it is, and it's an arms race, hundred percent. It is, and, and the Premier League uh, TV rights come up for bid next year. Oh yeah, you you see NBC trying to pull off all the spots this weekend with the whole. Uh, yeah, with the it was, they, out LA it's raining. They got everybody. They got workers out there in LA and rain. Like we gonna oh, we gonna do this. The, the richest league in the world right now is the Premier League, Absolutely. and but but. But everybody should be afraid of Newcastle because simply because if they come in and do what Manchester City did, that whole title and Newcastle has a strong enough fan base, even yes. in the US. They have a very strong fan base. Don't don't sleep on them. Their fan base is pretty strong. Pretty yeah, but how long does it take though, Rick, for them to get this? Do they go do they fall down to the EFL next year? No, I don't I don't, I don't see them even sliding. New ownership no. is in. I think January you'll see some changes. That'll keep them in the top, and then come summer when when you know when the spending is a lot freer, then yep. you'll see what's happening. You know, Mike Mike Ashley has a, spend, a, a ton of money in, in Newcastle. Um, they're below FFP right now, um, so they can actually come in and actually do some investment that'll keep them within the financial fair play guidelines. And let's face it, nobody nobody goes around financial fair play like the Arab Armor. If you look at <laughs> Manchester City, if you look at Paris Saint Germain. Yeah. Right, they have ways around FFP. It's just a fact. So that oil money coming in should scare everybody because they have the potential to be. All right, Chris, Chrissy, what what do you think about this Newcastle thing? Like, what, what do you what do you, do you think that this is really something to be scared about? Um, I think it's definitely something that should be a topic of concern. Um, right now, I think they're in the bottom three, if I'm not yep. mistaken. So you know we're. Let's see. I mean, it's about to be November in like a week or two. You'd have to already know, I think, the people that you're going to target in the next window in both transfer windows. Not only that, but I just feel like there's so much work and it's going to take a while. Something that's not going to be done within this season. It's probably going to take maybe at least like a couple years to like really get off the ground. And that's with like all the, the I mean, start from top to bottom. Like, you need decent players. I think one of the only people that really stands out to me at this point is Callum Wilson, and that's because they, he came from Bournemouth. And now Bournemouth's not even in the Premier League anymore. They do have other people, yes, but who's Saint really Maxim. talking about Newcastle? St. Maxim is there. Newcastle. I was like, Maxim is like, Max yeah. my guy, though. That's my no, guy. No, I mean, and that's, again, that's not to discredit him, but realistically, I mean, who's really – they may have a good – support base but who's really talking about them they're in the bottom three everybody right now is concerned with chelsea united liverpool um city yeah. those are those are and you know you get sprinkled in like a, a couple other teams here and there but nobody's really talking about newcastle but now now they're on the forefront just because of this purchase so i'm curious to see how it's going to play out for sure see, see my, i agree with you where it's not going to be overnight 
it's not going to be even Manchester City didn't do it overnight, right? Let's face it, PSG didn't do it overnight. Um, it's not going to be overnight. But I don't think these guys are coming in with just a blank slate. They, I think they already have an idea of what they want, what they expect, who they expect. I think in general, they're going to try to steady the ship just to avoid the relegation. I think that you'll see that happen. You'll see them try to steady everything to avoid the relegation, keep them in the league. Because again, the league makes money, so you got to stay in the league. So they'll write the ship just to keep them in the league. And then after that, then I'll see you'll start to see all the pieces come into play. And I think they're coming in with a clear idea. I don't think these guys are coming in blindly. PSG didn't do it blindly. City at first did it, but then City was like, all right, here we go. Let's just, you know, change the way we do things. You remember when City bought um, Robinho and they bought a lot of players, you know, I mean, Carlos, yep. Carlos Tevez was there, you know, so they started with their plan there and then they rolled it out to Pep once Pep came in. And they, they were winning the league before Pep, let's be real. You know? yeah, so they were right. already putting pieces in places years before Pep. Pep is just the final piece for them. You know, has, you know, but I think with Newcastle, you see the same thing. Steady the ship. Stay stay in the league. Then we'll start to put in the investment, get the players that we want. Let's target these players. We have the money that we can spend. Let's make it attractive for them to come here, you know, and everything else. And I think, like you said, Chrissy, in the next two years, two to three years, they're going to be there. They're, they're going to be a force. They're going to be there. Yeah, I, I got to agree with uh, with both you guys. I think you guys hit it right on the head. That is the path forward for those guys. Um, I mean, they are going to be a dangerous club. Uh, one piece that they do have right now that could actually help your your, your team, D-Fry, is, uh, is John Joe Shelford. You know, he hasn't been able to lift a trophy. He has that grit, that steel, that energy. Uh, that I think you guys really need. So maybe that's a, a, a good January move to kind of start the ball rolling and then to... to I already got it. another list of uh, January transfers as well. For, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course. Uh, a team in shambles must play. Yeah. Well, uh, and previously, shout out to Basuma putting in Laura's work for us, uh, going again to a fight at the club last weekend, getting suspended. You, you know what you're you know what you doing, player. You know what you're doing. I appreciate you if you... Go ahead and sign this deal coming up, though. Your value went down. <clears throat> Brighton need to go ahead and make that move. But continue. No, no. I mean, I, I, that was pretty much it on the topic, man. I, I'm Like like you said, um, we've had several discussions on uh, investment, ownership groups, uh, foreign investment, foreign ownership. And, and this is just the next domino to fall. I don't think this will be the last one. I think, um, you know, like we've been talking about next is this is the oil money. Now we're going to see the South Korean or the African billionaire. That, that exactly. That's what we said. We yeah. said when is yeah. the when is the African billionaire come in? Like you know what? And make a and make a and make, make one game be played in Nigeria. Like, like as oh, a yeah. uh, like like, like oh, yeah. Or the or the Premier League sponsor the uh, African Cup of Nations. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Cross promote. Uh, oh, it's it's happening soon. People don't understand it's it's happening soon. Especially it's opening up for everybody to be able to get the get bread bread down that level. Yeah. Right. It's sitting there. So I, I um I didn't even know that there were, I mean, Newcastle fans are super deep. I didn't realize that uh in general. Um I put out a tweet about uh Newcastle fans uh being uh like the movie thriller, uh being able to come back to life or whatever <laughs> and everything. And I and I got pelted. I, maybe it's the same, maybe it's the same people that Ricky us uh, uh six on me uh in general that end up and they just hit they don't even hit they only hit the thing the, the thread up. They hit me up personally, like they gonna go to my name and then attach themselves to it. They don't even, you know, that's why I don't know if it's Ricky doing it on his own. I don't know if he has like some kind of like, 
set up some generated computer thing to come after me. Um, but those fans are ridiculous because I said uh, Newcastle needs to go ahead and make my Gestapo, the Gestapo first front line. Uh, I had a dream of an all-white front line, if anybody's listening to this, uh, to this uh, podcast, uh, involving Jamie Vardy, Harry Kane, and James Ward-Prowse. All front white line. I call it the Gestapo front line. <laughs> yeah, where do you come up with this shit, man? The Gestapo <laughs> front line. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look, look, all Gestapo. I call it the all Gestapo front line. All right. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Go and spin that bread and get, make this all, make the whole team white, man, and just make it a full thing of like, go ahead and buy all the way in because Newcastle's middle of nowhere. Let's just buy into that. Let's get the best white players that money can buy. You know, I mean, they, they've had a lot of African players come through there over the years, you know? No, I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying yeah, we need to stop that pipeline. Yeah. 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 Diallo. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I'm just thinking over the years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some Champions League talk. Um, this past week in Champions League, uh, Liverpool handled their business. Uh, Chelsea handled their business. Um, uh, my new squad, I shot the sheriff, took a loss to Inter, uh, Inter Milan. Um, yeah. Inter Milan. Um, is this is my question? We're talking about Champions League. Is Champions League need a overhaul? In what sense? So one thing that I, I guess I guess we'll see, and we talk about this be um, the idea of no home and away for goals in the uh, knockout stage. I'm interested to see how that's going to play out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, just going purely on the point totals. Yeah. So no, what what I'm saying is for that. What I'm saying for the knockout stage is, do you reshuffle everybody to a re-ranking again? Because before, you know, what I'm saying, do you reshuffle the pot and say like you do for the Champions League beginning, and you you don't want I don't want Bayern versus Liverpool round in a round of sixteen. Let me go ahead and shuffle this bracket. I hear we shuffle it out. Uh, it's the traditionalist in me, though. I, I like the tradition. You know what I mean? Where you can look back and say we've been doing it this way since the beginning. I don't want to. I don't want to reshuffle and reseed the teams. I don't think it's necessary to reshuffle and reseed the teams. I mean, you do this. Well, if you get, I shot the sheriff in the first round. Everybody gonna be like, man, I, I, I thought we should reshuffle it. Well, look, that's the beauty of the Champions League is that you have a dark horse that comes in and, and throws a wrench in the works. So it's not always, you know, the glorified teams that, that, that make it through or even perform. You always have one team that comes in and, and, and does that. Um, I, I, like, I like the rule where they take, take it away, the, the home and away goals. Now you got to work for it. It's not just, oh, we scored, you know, one on the road, and then let's go shut down. And just sit there. Right. Now you have to actually play for the win because now it's it's, it's based on numbers. So now you're going to go to penalties. If no, there's no winner, you want the penalties, right? Because there's no home and away rule to benefit yep. you. Now you actually have to work for it. Your keepers got to earn their bread, and I'm comfortable with that. I mean, it's, it's not a bad rule to me. It, it takes a lot of the pressure off of um, having to go over to, say, Anfield, to, to put on a show or, or you got to go to old, old Trafford or, you know, Stamford Bridge, you know, you ain't got to worry about that anymore. Now you can just go with some kind of uh, a little bit more comfort, a little bit more relaxed. 
you know, so to speak, and, and perform. Just do what you got to do. Yeah. All right, Chrissy, what you think about Champions League? I'm probably going to be the, I don't even know how to say it, but I kind of liked having the away, like four and away goals just because I think it made the games interesting because you could do well one week and then you were either plus or minus. So it was, you kind of had to make up the difference if you didn't already have it. So it kind of made you want to work even harder. However, I also understand the, the side of, you know, earning the points. Um, but I think it kind of made it interesting because sometimes, you know, um, it would either go for or against you, depending on if you were playing at home or away. Um, a lot of the teams that we saw either benefit from it or didn't benefit from it last year. Um, this year, it's interesting. Um, some of the games have been kind of high, others not so much. So just knowing that they already have that four advantage, you know, it's kind of like, what, what is there to look for next time? <clears throat> That's the only thing. What about from the, you know, I feel what you're saying, but what about from like the fan perspective? Have you ever seen your club be on a, you know, Wednesday night away match and they just park the bus? They have no intention of trying to score a goal. They're just camped out for 90 minutes. That's not really a, a, good, a fun watch, right? Especially oh, when you subscription package just to even be able to view this. I mean, so that's why I kind of like some of these, uh, these changes from the fans' perspective. What about that? Yeah, I could see that. But, I mean, then again, you don't know what's going to happen. A lot of the the way Champions League set up is that you play, you play the same teams multiple times throughout the season. So people will either get better, stay the same, or get worse. And while you may have had success one time, like you have to go in the next time and still shoot for it. That's no different than what we were talking about yesterday not to get off topic but in regards to how chelsea blew out norwich but <laughs> you know but well, that, yeah. i mean no but i mean the point i'm gonna say is um yeah everybody wants to see like an exciting game so i i'm i guess it'll be an adjustment but you know it is what it is yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I think that's one of the best things, and they had to do that when the super league popped up. That super league was uh. Yeah. That, that like you when you they started looking at the bread and they saw RB Leipzig making it to like the quarterfinals. We don't want that unless they really earned it 100. You can't have that. But you on, know, like uh, you the way goals. Super League was trying to do it like like the NHL, where you know let's go ten players on the pitch. You know, after yeah. five minutes, nine players at the, on the pitch. Five yeah. more minutes, eight players on. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. No, that have been, that had been something different though. Yeah, that had been. Yeah. yeah, hey, it's gonna be plenty of space. Yeah, you had to take somebody off, and that actually probably, probably would have benefited, man. United, man, we get to take Fred off, McTominay. We, <laughs> we actually got better. You're gonna take, get to take him, Fred, and McFred. <laughs> take them all off, man. Take them all off. All right, I do want. So, what do you all think about this? I mean, me and B have talked about it, but I'm, we have two guests. This World Cup uh, now they're saying every three years, maybe instead of every two. Uh, me and B have gave our thoughts in general. We just think it's just, you know, you try to mess up. You just try to get bread for the sake of getting bread. That's exactly what it is. Okay, we'll get ahead. Go ahead, Rick, jump on in. <laughs> Listen, it don't make no sense. The, the roster is already filled with games and the players. At some point, you have to give the players a break, right? You're just going to run these players in the ground. Then, then how does that impact uh, friendlies, international friendlies? You can't have international friendlies anymore. 
because now you have to have a qualifier. But then they, but that's what the Nations League and all the Gold Cup and all this stuff is basically trying to take out the whole idea of having friendlies. You're gonna you're gonna have to eliminate half of those though. Think about it, because if you're gonna have a qualifying round for every two years, that qualifying has to start the year right after the World Cup. You know, normally now two weeks after the World Cup. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Now, now, right now, you have a year off, and then qualifying kind of starts back up. You know. But now you're just running straight from World Cup back to qualifying. There's no space of Gold Cups. There's no and space there's going to be more injuries, you know. Yeah, the, the players don't get no time off. The injury level is going to be high. Nobody wants to deal with that. I think it's just a money grab. You're just trying to make more money. You know, the, the game is at it, its, its highest, its peak, you know. Viewership everywhere. I mean, they got the Americans now. We never had that before, right? Now you're really captivating the Americans because now you have a lot more American viewership than ever before. And um, the game is at its highest peak, right? In fact, in fact, soccer is now the third most popular sport in America, right? So, 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 it, so it, is it, it is it football, basketball, soccer? Yep. Taking over the past baseball. Yep, hockey and um, hockey and um, baseball. Right. Yep. So, so now, now the popularity is rising. You know, you see all the NFL Saturday mornings. You know, um, yeah. This is a money grab. They're just trying to capitalize on this. Why, why do you need it every two years? Is it that important? In, in the history of this thing, this thing is going back, you know, to, to the 40s, to the 30s, to the 20s, all the way back. It's always been four years. Why why now that we need to say we don't need it? Now we have more games, more tournaments. Uh, it's more televised. You get to see your team all the time now. You know, you, you have all this access now that you never had before. And then all of a sudden now you want to make it two years. Chrissy, what's your thoughts? The season is already long enough with whatever league the player may be in. Then you have all the all like international breaks. Then you have all these different tournaments. So you have that. And then you want to go play all these other games not related to the league that you're in. I just think it's taxing. I think it's taxing. If it worked all these other years, why are you trying to change it now? there's no point it's strictly for money like ricky had said it's it's strictly money based and yeah i think people will watch but that doesn't really mean that the players actually want to do that because you know it's i just think it's a lot it's a lot to do just leave it how it is and just be done with it i mean fifa is not the least corrupt enterprise (laughs) (laughs) Say it again, put them in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right. when it comes to money, they're they're always in oh, there. they're gonna figure out a way. Yeah, yeah. they're 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 game, yeah. yeah, for sure. So right. <clears throat> yes, so I was actually mentioning FIFA. I y'all y'all know that Cutter won the last Asian Cup. Oh, no. Um, I no, I looked, I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So you have to think they beat South Korea with Sun and High Wing. They beat Japan. They beat all these squads last year. I mean, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Now we got a World Cup in in the desert. So, hey. In in December. In December. That ought to be interesting, though. That ought to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. So, all right. So, do uh, piggyback what Chrissy just said. I have a thing of. Do we need to go ahead and eliminate the Carabao Cup? Uh, 
I we're the it. only league with two, three cups in uh, two cups. Every other league only has one tournament cup. I know what I think, but I don't want to influence it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, this is – we are – this is – I had these down. In general, no, we got guests, so right. I'm let them jump on in. Daryl, if you got rid of that, what? which ones would you keep? You keep, you keep the FA Cup. That's it. Okay. I'm, I'm on. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. You mean the community shield? The community shield. Community shield can go. No, I, I mean community shields are glorified friendly. Let's just let's yeah. be real. Yeah. There's nothing there. You know, it's a glorified friendly. So that's neither here. It kicks off the season, gives you something to get. Yeah. Rubs your engine up. You know. Um, the Carabao Cup. I'm on the fence. I can see doing away with it because the players would get. Um, more time to focus on on the big games and whatever else. Blah blah blah. But on the other hand. A lot of these big teams use the Cowboy Cup for their youth. They get experience. They yeah. get to play. So where do these youth then get that type of experience? You know, where do they get a chance to to fit in and, and to play? A lot of the the guys sitting on the outside who need game time and stuff like that. Um, it introduces a lot of new talent, and I think I, that's why I said I'm on the fence. I can I can see getting rid of it. What it would do for the big teams once they get closer to the quarterfinals, semifinals. Finals of the Carabao Cup, but in those first set of rounds, it's just the youth playing. And I think getting rid of it, you know, is, is going to hurt the youth more than it's going to help. I don't know. I, I'll challenge you on that. I mean, you know that there's a, a inter-league season that's going on at the same time as the Premier League season, right? Yeah. So the teams are playing each other behind closed doors, and then that's where your youth and you know people coming back from injury that you're trying to assimilate back into the club. That's where you get that time. Or but, but- the You're the play. Send them all. The, <laughs> the Lord Army. The Lord Army. Is that what we're doing? The Lord Army. Hey. Listen. Hey. But here's the thing with the youth. System. The youth setup is you get two over 21 players, right, to play. So that means two of your big names come back from injury. They can play, but only two. Um, and you play, but it's youth playing youth. It's cool. It's cool. It gives you some game time. Da, da, da. But the youth need uh, – they need to be exposed to that higher level now, to, to guys who are actually playing in the big leagues now, right? So teams like Norwich, they don't start their youth. They bring their 11 because, let's face it, this is their way to make money because they're like bottom of the table, right? So that they need the, the Carabao Cup. They need to go as far as they can. But then a team like Liverpool is not going to do the same thing. So those first teamers from Norwich will now play the youth of Liverpool, given the youth of Liverpool that experience. It also gives them that that exposure. So then a team like Norwich might see them see a Curtis Jones, let's say, and be like, yo, you know, let's loan Curtis Jones. And let's let's get these guys into our team. They can help us, you know, stay in the league and at the same time give them even more experience. So that exposure. Yeah, but but if you have a good scouting department, why you you ain't you don't need to see them in the Carabao Cup to know you want to pull them out on the loan. You already know, you already got the tape out on them from the inner, you know what I'm saying, games, all that kind of stuff going on. You don't need the Carabao Cup to be able to know I want to pull somebody in. But if you see them play youth, though, you see them play, it's like, it's like watching college versus college. And then you, it's, it's like, all right, let, let's say, for instance, the NCAA, right? And you, you're looking at these guys, you're looking at Alabama, who turns out NFL players every year, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have another team that doesn't, right? Um, let's say, let's say like a FIU. <clears throat> Now they go in and play, and you have scouts there and everything, but you don't really get to see that one guy on FIU. You don't really get to see what he can do because he's just playing all the college kids. So his level of play is, 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 at, is at one standard. Now, if you've seen him go against 
uh, higher caliber, like if they go against like some NFL benchers, then, you know, we'll take the Dolphins starting team, for instance, you know, and, and they can play the Dolphins starting team. It'll be, they, they might step their game up and you get to see a whole different side of this versus a different caliber. You get to see what they're made of. I mean, if there's a counter argument to that, the scout team, you know, wouldn't you want to see that FIU player you're talking about against some NFL scout team? It's, it's advantage push. You know, it, it might be, but I think it gives the youth something to, to look forward to. But, I, but like I said, I'm 50-50 on this. I'm on the fence. It could go either way. Gotcha. All right. La uh, last topic. Is I shot the sheriff the most exciting team that nobody knows about in, in, in football? <laughs> Have y'all looked into this whole team and looked at the history? Yeah. Go no, no, no. no, 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 no. If you have not, I have go not. Google their history and what's going on. There's like two former KGB agents that own the team. Like it's like heavy. <laughs> like they basically get second, third rate South American players, and like, like yo, we'll throw whatever bridge you want. They've been winning a league for like the last ten years. Oh wow! I heard, I heard a bit about this, but. I'm not that deep down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's two SKGB players, KGB members that own the team, and they took it as a hostile takeover. It was like on some like Al Davis shit with like the Raiders, like, yo, like I'm, I mean, we've been here, and we gonna go ahead and, uh, you know, we we really run it. So what you want to do? Right, right, right. End of the day. Yeah, what we gonna do? And they're in like Moldovia, so you have, okay. they're running the Moldovian league. They have had. The, if, if they got to the, the round of 16, they will have the hardest route ever to get to the round of 16 ever in, uh, in Champions League history. They went from, like, qualifying, 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 qualifying. They were qualifying in, like, May. Hell no. Wow. To get here. And they're top of their group right now. That's the top of the group. <laughs> yeah, okay. And so They beat Real, Real Madrid at the crib. Yeah. Not even on the road. At the crib. Wow. At the crib. So and they got only they got three home games left. That's how much they didn't even believe they was gonna win. So you're saying they, there's some kind of conspiracy on how they've navigated to this point? I don't know. I'm not gonna say that because that's my second new favorite team. <laughs> I'm not gonna say there's conspiracy. I'm just gonna say that they're the most interesting team that anybody <laughs> needs to follow. Like they got models that they fly out and everything to come hang out and kick it. Like I'm talking about, like real bread, like, <laughs> like you can't see our books, bread. Oh, okay, okay, hey, man. Yeah, like they take a like if you're okay, bet. You know what? You on the bench on Brazil? Come get this money over it. I shot the sheriff. Right, right. They are just using that uh, that Shakhtar um, format. That, that's what Shakhtar yep. did. They but they got more bread like, than uh, Shakhtar though, because they ain't got to uh, report it. The the, the, the club owner is kind of like Doctor X from uh, Fight Island. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's the bad guy. They got all the money. Okay. And look, and, and they below the radar because nobody's worried about the fair play. So they like, we gonna just spend bread on the low until somebody catch us. Wow. You leave a duffel bag of money? Damn. Yeah. Dude, if you read article, I forgot what model it was. She was like, oh no, I saw somebody get a duffel bag dropped off in front of their like hotel room after a game. Like just on the shrimp, just like you score two goals, here goes some bread. This ain't even this good looking. This so people, people fair play will be uh, investigating this pretty soon, then, huh? 
But if that, I mean, let, let, let's let, let's let them go far and see, baby. Let, let, let let's let's see if the bread had, was that was the bread. It's hard to prove if it ain't on the books, right? How you gonna? That's what I'm saying. It's cash. Straight cash. Yeah, with cash, it's, it's tough. It's hard to prove. You, yeah. it's straight cash, baby. Wow. All right. So, Chrissy, since it's your first time on the show, we always have someone tell their story about how they got associated with their club. Ricky told about being in a favela in Jamaica, and the only only TV he could ever watch was a Liverpool game. Like it was in the, the yard. Yeah, the, the only yard. channel on. Yeah, the only channel on in Jamaica was a favela in a favela. With the rabbit ears. Right in Jamaica in Kingston <laughs> was, uh, put, was a Liverpool game. Spoil on the tip of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> And keep in mind, he's Spanish too in Jamaica, so he's got to figure out the whole situation in Jamaica being a Spanish brother in Jamaica <laughs> speaking Spanish, but the only TV on is Liverpool. So, what is your story about how you became a Chelsea club supporter? Um, so my story, um, I was much younger. Oh, hold on, hold that. I got reinforcements coming through. Hold on, let's go. <laughs> We got a, we got a, I got, I, I got reinforcements coming in. Hold on. Can Chrissy tell your story, but I got reinforcements coming in. He's late okay. for his own funeral. So, um, I watched it from when I was younger. I was okay. flipping. Oh, hello. Double D is here. It's double D. Okay, first off, sorry I was late, everybody. Sorry I'm late, everybody. I was, uh, I was out and about because I'd actually gone out to watch the game um, for the Did second half it? anyway and was eating. And was just coming back because I had stopped to do some other things. Oh, hold on a second. But a you man, you can go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. You go were ahead. able to eat and watch that massacre. This is the thing. This is the thing. How, how that worked that, out. That it, was for it, was after, it was afterwards. The food came after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The food so no. Uh, so D, we gonna come back to you though, D. Chrissy explained how she became a Chelsea supporter. So go ahead, Chrissy. I'm sorry. Oh, a Chelsea fan. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, uh, um, so I was flipping channels. It was a Saturday morning. Um, I was flipping channels, and I I played soccer in various sports like all my life. And I think it was on Channel Thirty at the time, and Chelsea was playing. And at that time, it was Didier Drogba. So you know, and his whole team. So I just watched him dribble, and like he scored. And I was like, okay, let me let me keep keep watching. And then I just started watching more and more games. I was like, I'm hooked. So that was pretty much it. Wasn't anything too spectacular, but been, uh, I've been rocking with them for a minute. So pick the right club. There you go. Didier Drogba, the legend himself. Yes. <laughs> so Double D, they've been they've been going hard on me. Double D, they've been um really uh, pelting me here with um. He just hung his suit up. He just came back from the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, bro. I, they was just saying the eulogy, man. I had some. Yeah, no, no. You missed the you missed the whole thing earlier. There's a whole thread that Ricky started on Twitter. It's just, <laughs> man, you know, Ole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I, I'm gonna start with that. All right, we'll start with Ole, man. I'm gonna say it like this, bro. I'm um. Uh, <laughs> As low as I am on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, but I'll give him to the end of the year because... See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't need you here for this. This is not, this is not what you came for. This is not what I brought you in for. End of the year. I'll give him to the end of the year. Based upon what? Only because of what um, Manchester United is as a team. So, okay, so let's say, like, equivalently, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about just 
symbology with the US or whatever for people that may not watch um, soccer or whatever. So like, Man U was kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know what I'm saying? That would be the analogy that I would give. And having coaching carousels for that kind of a team is damaging for their image, even when they are struggling. And that's why I'm like, I, for the continuity aspect, I would stay the course and get rid of him at the end of the season. I wouldn't do it mid-season because then you get into a whole different can of worms when you're, you may not ever find solid ground ever. You say it could be all. The, the, like, the dynasty's over. It's all well, dynasty. Oh, the dynasty. No, yeah. I mean, the dynasty aspect, yes. As far as dynasty, the dynasty was, we had two. We had two different ones. So let's go from there. Let's go. We gonna do with that aspect. Let's, let's go. Let's go, Pete. Let's go. Let's go. Time out. Time out. You know what I'm saying? So we if we going that if we going that way if we're going that way we had two different dynasties under um Alex Ferguson. So if we go do it like that, hold on. Time out. I don't want to take you away from your overall point here, but <laughs> you're speaking the same kind of gibberish that Daryl is. I'm oh, not no, sir. No, sir. I'm not following no, none of the calculus. None no, of them. No, sir. I need I'm to go back to the whiteboard and, and break it down <laughs> on, on what, because it's not passing the eye test. I'll say it like this, as far as like two different dynasties, right? So we can say that there was a dynasty, uh, even though like he was, even though like the dynasty part, he was only there for the tail end of it. We'll say it was two star players that we can name the dynasty for. So we have the Harry Canton the dynasty. Okay. And then we got the. Why are we going the, the long way to grandma? See, uh, look, look, uh, look uh, 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 Ricky, what are you doing, man, with these pictures, man? Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to produce this stuff, and you got these extra pictures going on, man. I got all I got all the pictures today. <laughs> this, this is the reality oh, of I got all the pictures today. As far as like the present though, bro, as far as the present, there is no dynasty. We're just trying to be good. Is what we're just trying to be good. You know what I'm saying? So there's no dynasty right now. We're just trying to be a good team. Well, at least you understand that because Daryl still No, 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 no. I never said I never said the dynasty, but there's only one dynasty in all of football period, and that's Bayern Munich. Because no. of their league being low, I wouldn't I'm just saying because of Europe. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. We're, we're the champions of Europe, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Look, cool. look that, that's cool, that's man. Look, 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 we've already yeah. talked about y'all had the weakest bracket ever set oh. up for y'all ever in Champions oh, League's man. history. If you look at y'all bracket, it was like three. I shot the shares every uh, round. Y'all got like man. Porto. Y'all got like you know uh, Ajax or somebody. That, yeah, we go hang on to that. We hanging on to the Chelsea uh, Champions League victory from last year. We hanging like on. They, to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They are. Daryl, it was. It you was. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. To the, you're right. You're right. There's still a champion. Still somebody. Humble yourself. Thank you. Thank you. I'll give him that. I'm not humbling myself to no Chelsea. Oh no. Oh no. Back in championship. It was a championship, but I'm just saying it was a in a pandemic too. Let me let's not talk about that. A pandemic championship. I said it. Double D. Oh. You you missed the the phone call that I played from the Manchester United fan who's absolutely livid 
about the state of the club. And at least he was real and said it's over. You know what I mean? This thing is crumbled. You guys are a mid-level club. What a great- hey, stop it, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. See, you're, you're saying truth. You're saying the truth with fiction at the same time. You're saying truth with fiction. Okay, let me ask you a question. So you just mentioned that you would give him till the end of the year, which is approximately two months. So what are you hoping that he's going to accomplish in the next two months that he hasn't already no, done? No, he's ending the season. He's talking about like... Oh, no, okay. point, I, I would be flexible as far as end the year too, though. But yeah. But again... Like, <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, this is where me and Double D uh, for, uh, have a fork in the road in, for the club. This yeah. is where... How long, Double D, how long have I been uh, all out for like the last one? Uh, almost the beginning of the season. Really and truly, to get to be honest with you, almost at the beginning of the year. Like you were really, <laughs> you were really high on him to start the season. You know what I'm saying? I like, felt it, man. I was going to like have his back on that. He really wasn't high on old lady. You know me, man. I piped down and I fell back. I said my piece and I fell back. But now I'm back. I'm here now. I was so happy to see what I saw today. You know, Rick, I want to thank you and, and uh, show some love to the Egyptian messy. Uh, I'm a believer. Oh, I'm a believer. Yeah. I'm on the Kool-Aid, hot and heavy, man. That's the kind of footballer that a Manchester United needs. Okay. All right, here's a question for you real quick. This is a sidebar. We'll get back on to the Man United debacle in a second. But a quick question for both you and Miss Chrissy as Chelsea fans. So, okay, Drogba, because I'm a big Drogba fan as well. So I understand, like, why y'all like Drogba so much. You already know where I'm going with this. You already know where I'm going with this. So today, um, Salah broke these, uh, the African goal-scoring record in the EPL uh, as far as all-time record, and he's the all-time leading goal-scorer for an African. Who's Is he really African? African? That's the favorite African. Salah or Drogba? Well, said, but no, is he really African? Because it's like, you know, Ooh, you know no, no, think don't, go there, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> ladies first. Ladies first. I'm going to let Chrissy have first. <laughs> oh, no. You must lie. Uh, it's not really my my call to make. Um, That's a tough one. Well, I do respect him as a player. Um, For Liverpool, mind you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what's so, what's so bad about Liverpool? Wait a minute. I, I'm just saying. Uh, Ricky woke up now. No, Ricky, like, hold on. Why are we getting this? The Chelsea fan. Chelsea fan. Wait a minute. I, uh, it's. He got all the pictures, too. Well, while, 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 she's, while she's kicking it around, I'll, I'll tell you what I think, man. You know, Drop was uh, a legend. Um, mm -hmm. Not only at the club, but Ivory Coast. What he's oh, done Ivory Coast, world, he put Ivory Coast on his back. What he's done in world, multiple yeah. World Cups, um, the path that he took, uh, even even making his way out to the desert uh, at Phoenix United. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, uh, so making his payday. I was like, hey, B, did you, did you like, check him out when he's in Phoenix? Actually, I did. There's I was just to say, did you check him out when he's in yeah, Phoenix? Their stadium is trash out there, and it's really hard to watch a game <laughs> when it's he 107 degrees. You know, metal. Like 43, 44. Yes, yeah, he's up there. He's about 43, 44. Still playing, though. Still playing. He's he's a little older than uh, Latin, I believe, or the same age, 40. Uh, they're right in the same neighborhood. I think they're yeah. right in the same neighborhood. But, uh, no, man, I, I, I don't. 
you know, they, they always try to throw around the North African against the South, you know, that's, the, the Sub-Saharan. That's what I was saying with Swiss. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I was definitely doing. I, mean, I, was, I was definitely doing Charles Sub-Saharan like, African versus Northern African. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not playing it. That's a whole different conversation. Hey, if, if, if it makes that's you a whole feel other better. bad of worms, yeah. If, if it makes you feel better, by the end of this season, Lane will be second on that list. Drogba will be third. Ooh. That's a lead. That's a lead. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Uh, is, 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 is that for real? I like Mane more. Me personally, I like Mane a little more. Mane's at 100 goals. 100 goals right now. Me personally, I like him a little more because he plays a little more defense, defense than um, than Salah. But well, I mean, he gets four goals. He only needs four goals to tie Drogba. I'm going to say this in front of Rick, man. Um, okay. You know. Oh. You know, Rick, Rick was kind of running down some game on this right around, what was that, December, January-ish. And he was talking about Salah, and I tried to trash him, and he ran down the numbers like he usually does. And uh, I got to give credit where credit is due. He called it, man. That man is an amazing footballer. Um, he's he's taking that next step. He's taking that next step in the in the pecking yeah. order. Does Liverpool keep him now, or is or is, no? Is, oh no, we oh, that, that's, that's, that. a, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's not even a question. It's, it's cheaper to pay him what he wants now than to buy a replacement. You think, look, if we sell Salah, how much do you think he goes for right now? Well, they can't really sell him because of his age, and that's kind of... He go for 100, right? He's, like he's, he still, got at least, he's still got another four or five years. He's still fast in a lot of these years. He's under contract? He's still got what, 28, 29? Is he, is he under he's, contract? He's 29. Is he under contract, though? He's 29. He is under contract. So what's the extension about? Is that he's just asking for more money? More money? Oh, yeah. Look he, at the well, he deserves more money. But he's not a free agent. Is what I'm getting. He's at. not a free agent. No, his contract oh, okay. runs until 2024. All right. All right. So he had, he has no leverage other than his play, is what that is. Right. But yeah. but he can always demand, oh, I want to go, blah, 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 spark the whole bullshit, throw the whole team off, you know, whatever, whatever. Do a Harry Kane, but actually execute. But you know, Harry Kane, though. Harry Kane is hell yeah. off. Look here, man, the all Descapo first line. I've been saying this for a long time, man. <laughs> I think no, the, right uh, now. everybody look. Everybody hates on my all white team that I tried to assemble <laughs> and everything. Oh, Only people I assembled an all white team. I didn't recruit anybody black or anybody. Who is your all white team? Is is Kane, Grealish, and Foden? No, 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 no. You, 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 you roll <laughs> with it. I got, I got Kane, Vardy, Grealish. <laughs> oh snap! Okay, the all Gestapo oh, front oh, line, oh, baby. You went straight with those, um, man, what was it called? Like the... Not it's the, the Gestapo, the man, baby. It's the Gestapo, the SS. Ah, but they English, though. They English. So that's like the... Yeah, but it's the SS. I look at, basically, I still call them the SS. Hey, that would be one <laughs> slow-ass team right there. The British Commandos or something like that. Look, look, we look, we, we only about getting that bread. We all about to, uh, you know, make a, make and England and great again. Party. Wait, 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 wait. Looking at your Gestapo team, though, right? Yes. <laughs> Where does Harry Kane fall in the uh, scoring charts this year? Because he hasn't scored anything yet. We're talking about his rating on FIFA, not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, though. That's actually a good question. So let's talk about Harry Kane. Is Harry Kane trying to – is he trying to build himself up to Free Harry Kane. Old? Is he trying to be like, man, I'm not that good. Go ahead and let me go. Did you see his performance today? Like, the whole like, what – He's, yeah, he's, he wants he's to done. leave, right? He's done. He's, yeah. He should have been gone. I think today, 
was a pivotal moment. I don't mean to cut you off, but I think today yeah, was a pivotal ahead. moment yeah. in his career, just because not just his career, but like I think he's probably regretting not having left when he had the chance. And that's that just goes back to the conversation Brandon and I had earlier. Nuno is coaching this team. They're not really doing that well. Like the the team that he puts together, it's all right. Tottenham used to be up here, just like all those other clubs. And now they're like mid to bottom tier. They're not used to doing that. And he's not used to playing on that type of level. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. He's ready two, to go. Two things I want to piggyback on that. Harry Kane is going to get the manager fired at Spurs in his first year. And I hate to see that manager of color. That, that's a two-pronged thing here is why don't we see more managers of color in the Premier League? <clears throat> We're starting to see the talent and the athletes flourish. Why don't we see the managers, right? And then the second piece is, is at Spurs, look at Ndombele. So much talent, man. But he makes me question. I, I tweeted this today. Who does more play acting to try to win Academy Awards and Oscars? Is it the South Americans or the Africans now in the Premier League? Did you see the dive? <laughs> That's actually a fair question. I, I only thing that got me riled up on was because of the the um I guess the the instilled culture that uh, oh, you got deep fry over <laughs> here going full right <laughs> but you own to something too though, man. Yeah. Because it's like now currently, yeah. Because usually the man, it used to be the opposite. Over. Like the Africans used to be like just serial fathers. It's like, man, of like, course. Like, <laughs> man, what is you doing, brother? You can't uh, Oakley, you like play that. football. Yeah. Yep. Tech down in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, bro, what is you doing, man? You Rest can't. But now you're right though. Now you're seeing a more, I guess, uh European fleet yeah. influenced. African player because that's all they 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 come up playing in Europe and that's kind of you know what I'm saying when the set piece type mentality. So, but so I mean, let me ask you this: oh. since you since you brought up Harry Kane and I think Harry Kane had been linked to City and City ended up getting Grealish, where is he going to go now? Oh, he ain't going to City now. But let me not say that because City oh, does, yeah. City does not still go striker. Gabriel Jesus, let's face it, he, he should go coach United. And look, think about it like this, too. Think about it like this. So like, let's say, like, it would be a lot of money to spend, but would it be better to not spend this money now if you're Liverpool? I'm sorry, if you're City, um, even though you got Newcastle about to start spending some bread, or go ahead and just spend the money now? City has no strikers. He could still go to City. City really has no strikers. That's the only thing they're missing. You're missing that. You know what I'm saying? They, they're... Yeah. Pep is like that they don't need it. Oh, sorry. Y'all threw a wrench in this game. This Newcastle just throw out 200 mil just to get Harry Kane to get the party going. I can Bruh, see that's it. what I'm getting at. I could see Anybody want to do that now, man? That's how you kick it off. The new regime. I would pay 200 mil for Harry Kane, but that's just me. Just to get the party started. But no, you don't do that, though. You don't do that. What I would If you Newcastle, what you do is you get Lewandowski because of the whole Holland Lewandowski beef that's going on out there. And older uh, though, older. Yeah, well, now he's on his last but, leg. But you only need him for a year. You only need right, him because you need him for a short amount of time. You need him for a short amount of time. You only need him for the recognition, right? Really, Newcastle. Like Lewandowski to Newcastle. 
And you only need exactly. it for one year for people exactly. to realize, oh, big players. Yeah, are. but then also on the other, on the you know, devil's advocate, aren't you setting the precedent at Newcastle now we're mercenaries? Uh, one and well, they're, they're the MLS in the Premier League. You know what I mean? You thinking about City, though. I'm thinking about City. The way City did it in a way that I think that Newcastle will and should is they'll do the youth who, who movement the first, route and we'll get some older established better. When the oil money came in, wasn't it Robinho? Wasn't that the first big yeah, one? Robinho was their first spot. He was, that, he was older. He, he was a Lewandowski type age cat. That's okay. what I'm saying. But what Robinho did for City, he didn't perform well for City. That's no. But he was a name. But what he did for City was oh, we he watched. gave them that recognition. Yeah. Now South Americans are looking at Manchester City. Now other Europeans are looking at Manchester City, and they're like, it's actually a destination. There was nobody to going to city. Nobody was going to City before. Nobody Rupert. was going to City. Then all you said, you got to it, Didn't he have the same agent as uh, Ronaldo? Yeah. Same agent, yeah. Remember, right after, right after Robinho came, Carlos Tevez. Oh, that's right. Ah, see, and that, that was the whole movement. That's, it's so, the whole so, oh, so, y'all, so basically, y'all saying Harry Kane, the Newcastle city of Newcastle. <laughs> no, Harry Kane is city. City. Harry Kane is city, or Spurs only. Either he, either city yeah, gets his way out, or he's stuck. I won't, I won't rule out Newcastle, but I'll lean more towards city. But I won't rule I, out. Newcastle. I'm not. He's not going to Newcastle. There's no way he leaves to go to Newcastle. I don't, I don't see it. I don't. See he wants to get some. He wants some trophies. Why would that would be exactly? It. He wants some trophies. I don't see. Man, you, you go on five hundred thousand a week. You're showing up. Yeah, that that he could get that with Spurs though, couldn't he? I mean, to a degree. Daniel Levy, Daniel Levy, no sir, no. But if hey man, Daniel Levy is basically what was the uh the uh the owner of uh the Arizona Cardinals for uh football? Uh, Bidwell. Bidwell. He's Buzz basically Bidwell. Bidwell. Yeah, it's Bud Bidwell uh, two point oh Mark Shaw. That's who that yeah, is. he used to make players pay for their own Gatorades hey, in the Nolan. locker room for the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, bro, you know they got to tax them in plastic bottles, homeboy. Man, we got to – everybody got to pull that weight. Everybody got to pull that weight. Come on, we in Arizona. <laughs> I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> Newcastle, I don't see it at all. I don't see – I, I, I don't see that. that doesn't They're not mean, throwing that much money at Harry Kane, and I don't see him going there because he wants to win trophies. I think he's gonna go to City. If you know what I say, Lewandowski, but they might they might throw the money at Howland. The only thing that Howland is like he wouldn't have the supporting cast there because he wouldn't. That was said he wanted like Daniel in the middle of the week or something though. They have the money. We got the money. So you saying if Howland got a middle a week, he going there? Absolutely. No, what what I'm saying is Newcastle has the money to pay that. Is what I'm saying. And they got the. I'm saying. And they got the gun. I might go get a Holland suitcase too. We get a meal a week. <laughs> Who would turn that down? What player would? Why would you turn that down? It'll be different. I, I, you couldn't turn that down, but they can't do it. They can't pay you that, so it don't matter. Uh, <laughs> I can't, they, no, why can't Newcastle pay you a meal a week? They got. Uh, they can't pay you a meal a week because they got to back that up on the fee. They're not going to win. The whole thing with FFP is wage structure. Nobody really understands that. There's no real financial fair play. I don't understand. We already started for six Newcastle might try to do the, the blue chips game. The blue chips game. Let me buy this cat, get some low-level dudes around him, which they can. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Some Rafinha's, some um uh, you, you some, set the uh, bad precedence. You give one man one mil a week. They can do that though. They can do it. I'm saying I would do it. 
They can do that, and nothing's stopping them. There's nothing. Every, stopping them. every player is going to want at least 500k then to go to Newcastle. No, like you're, you're, you're not Holland, and that's all I can tell him. You're not Holland. He gets that. They'll do the whole little old school uh, Negro league. Then you won't win because nobody's going to win. Listen, if I said to you, well, if you give it Holland one million a week, I want 500k a week, and you tell me, nah, you're not him. Guess what? Me and the rest of the team are just going to shut down and have him play all 11 positions. I then understand that. Man as a soccer player, I understand that. But as a business cat, they go get some other cats in there. I'm telling you, that's that's the business side of it. Yeah. It's that's the soccer side of it. We've seen it it's done before. We've you seen it in Barcelona. They did it with Messi, and look where they are now. They, they destroyed their waist structure. They got rid of him, but they got rid of him. Messi's not there, and that's but the they, whole they, but that's the whole point is that they paid him so much money they can't pay anybody else. They couldn't even sign the people who they actually got in the summer. No, 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 no. Keep in mind, though, Rick. There's no, no Rick, keep in mind that no the, the pandemic messed so them up. So they can do whatever they want is what I mean. The pandemic messed up Barcelona. Barcelona. It was actually basically probably cutting off Barcelona with their needs earlier than it would have been. But that, that pandemic cut them off. Oh, they, they had yeah. the mortgage payments planned out over. Yeah, yeah they was paying the mortgage over five years. Uh, they got a stroke, and it was like, oh, so I can't work the same hours that I did before. Oh, right. And oh, every club, every club God, went through the same man. bloody pandemic. I ain't falling for it. Every club went through the same pandemic. It wasn't one special pandemic. No, but the Spanish league got uh, hit they, they real bad. The Spanish league got hit real bad. With just two kids. They crippled. They crippled them. Messi's wage was ridiculous. He crippled him. They were already six bedroom, not even a five. It was a six bedroom, four uh, bathroom house. <laughs> six bedroom, four. Bedroom. But here's a free two, a free bubble mortgage. Okay. It was it was it wasn't just Messi's wages, right? But now that you're paying Messi five hundred k a week, you're gonna bring in Gerard Piquet. You got Sergio Busquets. You got to give them more money too. It wasn't. It wasn't just that. To your point, because then they end up bringing in. You got to look at the players that they've had over the life of Messi being there. They've had Ronaldinho. They've had Thierry Henry. They've had Ibrahimovic. Yeah. They've had all these big time players. All when of they, them. when they stuck in their waist over there for a minute, you know what I'm saying. So they paying a lot of people. I'm just saying Newcastle throwing a mill a oh, week. You're saying like you would get paid a mil. the first player to get a mill a week ain't far fetched more than people think. But that's the only that's the only team that can do that is what I'm saying too. The only team that could do something like that is a team that doesn't have stars Already. that can on one superstar. Right, right. And that's the team that can do it. That just the gets, way, the, they, the they won the lottery. I see what you're right. saying. It's like they can do it because they have the money to where you know what we can pay. But then Newcastle gave a whole bunch of bread to Joel Linton too. They gave him a whole bunch of bread too, and he came from yeah. Hoffenheim. Yeah, but it wasn't no real, real money. No, he was like the next coming, though, for them. For a while. It was years ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That yeah. That you could spend some bread on him. That was a whole different um, ownership group. The Saudi Arabia owns Newcastle now. You know what I'm saying? So they can spend. Actually, the country of Saudi Arabia owns Newcastle. You're right. The kingdom, not even the country, the kingdom. Of Saudi Arabia, uh, the crown prince, man, he got his own money. Like they said, uh, coming to America, he got his own money. He got his own money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chrissy, so you, you all think you all win the Premier, uh, Premier League and the Champions League as we uh get ready to wrap up? I, I do. They went in what? Thoughts on it. <laughs> Easy. Um. Mm -hmm. 
it's going to be tough to win the Champions League this year. Premier League, I'm not going to rule it out, but again, it's going to be very, very difficult. There are a lot of good teams playing some really good ball right now. So the only thing we, we can do is just continue to stay healthy and just wait and see how the rest of the season plays out. There's still a lot of soccer to be played. Um, it's it's too early to make predictions. I definitely see us within the top four. Us winning, I'm not going to rule it out, but I'm not going to say that we're definitely going to do it either, So, which I think is a fair answer. That's right on. One quick question I have for you too, Chrissy, uh, Christian Pulisic. Do you see him getting a regular <laughs> we Captain America? We have brought Captain America no episodes. <laughs> Can he play this season for Chelsea? Um, I think he's had some injuries. I think he had COVID. So I the last thing I read, he just did something within the other day. So he's working his way back on on uh you know getting here. I you got a feel for the kid though. I mean just like with any of the other um, players that we've had com- coming from different leagues, like Werner and Havertz and, um, well, not really Lukaku, because he's, um, he's surprisingly, he's been the only one that's really been able to adapt. But the ones that have come in from the German leagues have had a pretty difficult time. Um, Werner, especially, Havertz is getting better. I think Pulisic has had it the worst just because he's been way more injury prone probably than anybody expected. Um, And he hasn't really been able to stay healthy. His fitness has never really been an issue, but again, once he is fit, can he stay injury prone? Can he actually play to his potential? So there's a lot of what ifs. I think he's still in the air. I'm not going to rule him out just yet, but uh, he's, he's got some work to do. I would definitely appreciate if he put on at least like 10 or 15 pounds of muscle because he's scrawny and he gets beat off the ball. Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> oh, right on. That's some good points. And in that same like ilk, because that was really good. Have you seen much of uh Jadon Sancho this season to be able to give um some kind of reading <laughs> what you feel? That wasn't even a joke. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's another player. I mean, you hate mm-hmm. to see these people that sign these big contracts just kind of sit and rot on the bench. He is a great player. While he was good in the league that he played in, this is different. Great. Yeah. Well, no, he's a a great player. But what I'm saying is now, you know, you come from a different league. You have to adapt to the coach's style. You have to mesh with your teammates. You have to see where you fit in. Not only that, but, I mean, unfortunately, he's got other players ahead of him. He's got to make sure that he can actually fit in with their system and, and get playing time. It's difficult right now. I don't understand why you'd spend that much to have somebody sit on the bench, but I've seen it happen in all of the teams. So I hope that he does get some playing time. Hey, Rick, I want to hear Rick's assessment of uh, Sancho. What do you think on Sancho? <laughs> I, 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 I like the kid. The kid, the kid is a performer. I, I, he, We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. <laughs> the kid is a nice kid. You know, he's, he's a baller. He's a player. He's a baller. They just don't have a manager and a system that he could play in. Wow. That's all it is. He doesn't, they do not. Yeah. Look, 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 like, I, like I said, this funeral is nothing but a rebirth uh, for us. And thank you, right. Liverpool. All I right. thank you, I, Liverpool. I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this. Sancho or Greenwood? I know Greenwood, easy. easy. Greenwood, easy. Easy. But the, the thing I have with that is I, I, I truly view them as two different positions. And so that's the issue that I have with it. I think the the issue that I have with it is I feel like uh, where I can see how some people can see how Greenwood projects out to be a future 
Mohammed Salah, the same position there, right wing. I view um, that's a big step. It is. That's a huge step. And I, I don't even think that his place fits that. I think Reed was more of a central player, so that's why it's hard for me to compare. A little more number nine. So, yeah, it's hard yeah, for he, me. He is. So, so, so here's what you're doing. You're killing He's been out of position. So I, you, you, you got the old man up front, right? Because his name is CR Seven. Let's be exactly. And we, not, I've had oh, stop it. Stop. No, no, we're not going to do this. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. We're not going to do this. Because I said it before the season started. If, if, I said it was me, it was me. I like, I like, I like Sancho on the right, Greeno down the middle, and you put Rashford out left. That's <laughs> 100%. 100%. That's the future. All like black front no, line. Has the familiar all black front line like that? No. Christian Ronaldo should be coming off your bench. That should be your right now. Let me, let me, let me chime. Everyone's been absolutely wrong about Sancho. It's just another blunder of man. Oh, stop, stop it. Stop it man. No. I called this a few months ago, and that's what this episode really You don't have no data. Of. You don't have no data that we no. only the ain't played the data. Play. The man oh, listen, 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 I'm not listening to me with this. They did the same thing to Salah Chelsea. So I'm not listening. B don't have no ground to stand Ooh, on. Like, they did the same thing to Salah Chelsea. So oh, he's he trying to tell me that. And where is he now? And where is he now? And then if you want to, you want to talk about uh, multiple errors, right? You double D. You were talking about multiple errors. No, that, I didn't want to talk about multiple. I want to talk about errors. You're looking for is from the original error. This <laughs> error is not what you want. You guys are a mid-level team. Stop it. And that's and that's all no, I have sir. for expectations. No, sir. No, sir. We're not a mid-level team, and that's I'll the whole point. Be on that. not, not, be on to, that. not to interrupt. Your expectations are too high. Absolutely. We're not a mid-level team. That's what we're not a mid-level team. Right now, you should be looking for the Europa League. <laughs> top, oh, stop. Top clubs don't oh. lose five nothing. Stop I'm it. trying to explain something to you. That's not that's not part of the characteristics of being a uh, what happened in Chelsea last year versus what was it City last year? Wasn't it like five last year? Last year. Okay. All right, let's look at it like this, right? Like <laughs> at if you look oh, at shit. starting eleven that should be out there, the starting eleven that should be out at uh Manchester United, how many of those players would start for their country? All this is a loose question. A loose question. Let's say, like, let's say, I mean, we can't say the number. Let's say, would it be over half? Yes, easy over half to do right now. They're not a mid-level club. No, if over half of their players starting could start for their nation's team. They're not a mid-level team. They're a top-flight team. You might have got three, maybe four. But look at the starting lineup. What are you okay. talking about? Maybe half of no. Right, let's, let's start out double D. Bruno Fernandez is a starter-ish for yes. Portugal. Bru Bru Bruno Fernandez is a starter for France, which yeah. is the whole big mind-boggling thing. Right, that's two. United. Yeah, that's starts for England. Um, no, Straw starts for England. De Gea starts for Spain. It's okay. like... De Gea shouldn't be signed for Spain anymore. Yeah, he doesn't. That's, that's okay. He ain't starting for Spain. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, 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 no. Varane, Varane starts for us. I'll give you that. Who nice starts for Spain? And Varane does get a start. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Shaw starts for England. That's not said a lot. Shaw. No, I said Shaw. I said Shaw. England, England, I said England doesn't have a lot of love. Look, as much as y'all want to hate. 
Listen, Luke, Luke Shaw shouldn't start over anybody today. It's tough now. I'm not going to play Reese James over there before I play Luke Shaw. Not on the left. Not on the left. Not on the left. Not on the left. Luke Shaw led the EPL in assists last season. Who did? We can continue with it. Harry Maguire starts. I'm saying like this too. Luke Shaw's introduction into the England team is what got them into the final. Before Luke Shaw was starting, they were struggling. I'm buying what you're selling. I'm not buying what you're selling. Luke Charles that at, at left back at left That's back. Luke Charles that dude. Disingenuous question because you're talking about England as as all national team. Any other national team, Harry Maguire is not a starting center back on any other national team. He's not, he's not starting on that Dutch team. I'll That's tell you that. That's the thing. He's starting on that French. <laughs> You, well, French, but everybody is French. Everybody he, is he French. He's starting on that German that's a question, man. That's disingenuous. He might, he might have started Argentina's team. That's about it. I'm an Argentinian. I love Argentina. England don't even have another. He got height. He got height, too. So Look, Fred to still starts for the Brazilian national team. Fred y'all want to say what y'all want to say. Fred don't start for Brazil. Don't start yes, he does. No. He starts for Brazil. No, yes, he does. No, 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 not consistently. Hold on. Watch He's this. He's not the number one CDM for Brazil. No, absolutely no. not. He's absolutely not. Exactly. Because uh, Fabinho is. Fabinho is the number one. Well, no, Fabinho is number two. But Bio's number two to Casemiro, who's number Casemiro one. Casemiro is the number one. Casemiro Fred is plays, the number one CDM. Fred plays the position that Pogba should be playing for Man U. They have Fred oh. playing out of position at Man U. That's kind of an issue as well. You just said that with a straight face. Like you like you believe that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, like I've, oh my God. What are y'all watching? What are y'all watching? Listen, uh, right now, Fred has, has started 10 games right now for Brazil this year. Did you see that uh, that bouncing ball? Fred had a Fred had a nice uh, look on goal today, and that bouncing ball, and, and how he connected right. with okay. it just went. Just not, I'm not going fast. It was a travesty. Hard oh, we are past today's game. We talking about us as a holistic team. This is the, this the thing I'm gonna say. Based on our previous conversation, right, where we listed who was gonna finish in the top four. Based right yeah, now, we're, there, right? we're only nine games there, right? in. We're only nine games in. But what does your top four look like now? Mm. Me personally? Yeah. What, okay. what do you think the top four is going to roll out to be at the end of the season? Based on what you've seen so far. All right. Let me start off. Um, I have a Chris top two. Like in my, I, have a top, I have a top two in mind. I just want to say something about Chelsea real quick. <laughs> the only thing that I have about Chelsea that I don't think that is going – I don't think that it's going to work long term with what he's doing, Tuchel talking about, only because – and this is a similar thing to have with Ole. So I mean, it's not like a one team type thing. It's the certain uh, disbelief he has in the star midfielder that he has that he should build around. So with Ole, that's Pogba. With Tuchel, that's Conte. Tuchel does not like Conte, but he uses him when he has to. And I've noticed that. And that's going to end up being Chelsea's downfall in the end because he doesn't like Conte. He doesn't build around him. And I, I don't really like Jorginho or – well, coaches are kind of like – but I'm not really high on Jorginho like that at all. And I'm a big Conte fan. So I'll say it about Chelsea. They'll still be top four, but that's not – that's why they y'all will not win the league. However, that's what ends up boding well for 
a tournament style thing like Champions League, which y'all won last year. And what did he do in the Champions Championship game? He played Conte. Who was player of that game? Conte was. So that Conte, Conte he, has, he has a lot more flexibility with those kind of competitions than he does with the league where he doesn't play in. So I'm gonna say that yeah, y'all not winning the league. So, but y'all will make up for it. It's gonna be out of City and Liverpool. It's a two horse race out of those two teams. Um, it just depends on, it's that attritional thing. How long can City go without getting a center forward? Or like homeboy saying, man, can they get Kane at the, the break? If they can get Kane at the break, I think it's them. If they don't get Kane at the break, I think Liverpool gets it. The fourth team in there, y'all are, y'all are ruling out Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, man. I think that he's going to rally the troops and get them back in there for a top four finish. And uh, that's my story right now. Today. So my Jeez. top four is still <laughs> – this is uh, – uh, uh, this is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer not. You know what I'm saying? So Ali, Ali in – we will be fourth. If Ali gets fired this week and we pick up Zidane, we getting that chip. And I will fire him. They're not firing him. Number one and number two, but they're not firing him. No, losing five another the crib to Liverpool is fireable. I don't care if you won two Champions Leagues the year before. Losing five to Liverpool is fireable offense. We didn't just lose. No, that was a beating. That's like taking boxes out the gig for no reason. Just like just stealing boxes for no reason. You got to get fired, man. You stealing boxes? Did you see his press conference finally? Because he was high. I I refuse to watch anything. I didn't see it. No, no. He was locked up in the training. He delayed it. He didn't come out right away, man. Yeah. They went to uh, NBC. Went to racing. Yeah, I was I was watching for it. I was watching we for it. I'm like, we saw Klopp's though. He came out later. I saw it on YouTube, man. Somebody put like a little a grainy stream up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was able to see it. Very, very disheartening. Very, very. He's still fighting. He still believes, man. But this this was a this was a this was rough. But that's what I'm saying. And this is what I was telling um, Daryl this earlier, man. This is so funny and frustrating about him with that McFred stuff because what ended up getting him the job in the first place was showing love towards Pogba when Mourinho wasn't. Yeah. So to then now be doing the same starting Pogba and building your stuff around Pogba, it's like that's going to get you out of there. That was the same thing that got you in, but now you're like going away from that. I kind of feel like you guys are pulling for him like the Arsenal fans were pulling for Arteta. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, he's done pretty no, well. No, I'm not. I, I, I think they should start hot Arteta, be, too. I don't know if that's going to work in your favor, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I that's a good point. I do. I, I feel like that as well. Because I, I feel bad for Arteta, man. I don't feel too bad for Arteta. He got the same amount of points as Manchester United right now. I just want to. I just want to jump in here, man. I, I feel um, very bad, for you, gentlemen. You're delusional fans of him. Give us the four. Rick, it's the- sad to see two men drop to this level. You know, uh, I couldn't imagine supporting that kind of club, man. I just couldn't imagine it. But uh, hey, man. No, no, no. no. Now, keep in mind, listeners. If y'all have listened to just kicking it for a long time, this time last year, B had a bet that Frank will be straight 
and Ali would have been gone by Christmas of 2019, 2020. He did, he did say that. <laughs> I got that one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, this one, I feel vindicated. I feel like all of my predictions and the things that I've been spewing on this podcast are finally coming good. And nothing makes my heart smile uh, brighter than seeing Manchester United just tumble and fall. So give me more. I am entertained. I'm definitely entertained. But keep in mind, it's only one game. It's one game. So the result, the result is a Manchester United loss. So that's a loss. You either win, lose, or tie. So that's that's what happened. It was a loss. As far as how the scoreline and how the game went, you know what I'm saying? That that's you know, that's for the people that were there that day to see it. You know what I'm saying? That's I mean, right, right now we're the best eight best team in the Premier League. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna front. Like right now, play wise, we're the best eight ninth best team in the league. And that's what the eye test proves. That's what the eye test. Proves. We are the best sleeping giant of the. Uh, we are. We are the. We are the sleeping. Look, you still can't sleep coming coming and play us though. Like you still can be like we ate the ninth, but you can't. You can. You can't. You still gotta get up for that game. Okay, Daryl. So November twenty eighth. What are your predictions? Oh, that- destruction for y'all. Uh, because hopefully we'll have a new uh, manager by then. Wow. Yeah, I it love will be to hear a whole it. different Keep thing. That energy. Chelsea. Keep that deep. same energy, pal. Keep hey. that same energy. I can't wait. I can't No, wait. no, no. I, I'm, especially if we get if Zidane comes in, I'm going to be an ignorant fool on Thanksgiving. I might even come with a turkey outfit on for so your uh, big plan is getting all out. That's that's your big plan. Hey, I, I, just get, I just got this text, man. Next Sunday okay. is Spurs versus Man United. They're calling it El Sacchio. <laughs> oh, that's dirty, bro. No, no, no. This is what's gonna happen. See, this is this is what we needed. We needed this wake up call, Brandon. This is what we needed. Now Ole, this is what this is what Ole needed, not we. What do you mean oh, we lost the young boys? That was the wake up call. Yeah, nah, man, it, it didn't. It didn't hit it. It's bad now all around. Time. Now we Ole lost knows. to a team called Young Bulls. I can never play McFred. I've got to always have Pogba out there, and I got to have a different system. The fact, the that fact that you guys that. think no, no, he knows. Sancho's a good footballer. Sancho's good. Don't get it twisted. Sancho's He's good. gonna be out there next game. No, I, I think he could be out in January. Be honest with you. God, they, they gonna sell it? I can see it in January. No, he just he's got him. Him. <laughs> we just and we fought a year to get that brother, man. You know, and what you know what? He's I was saying this earlier too. You know why we fought so hard to get that brother Jadon Sancho was because of the play of Marcus Rashford. That's why we wanted Sancho so badly. You yeah, know who Sancho is? So shy or Sancho reason. is Memphis D That's who he is. Who is that? Rashford? No, Sancho. Stop it. He said stop That's it. That's what I see. That's stop. what I see. That's the eye oh. test. No, sir. No, sir. He I'll just got that. there, Brandon. He just got there. Gotta go, man. Easy come, easy go. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Gonna gonna do that. Oh, uh, but we will, look, oh. regardless if we're 12th place, <laughs> we will beat Chelsea on Thanksgiving. No. That will be. Yeah, I mean, that's. No. I, that's well, guaranteed. We go write that in the books. That's gonna a tie. We're gonna draw you. It's gonna be a tie. A tie. Might have to have a small wager. When is the last yeah. time Chelsea beat a uh, Man U though in a regular season game? It's it'll been a be, long time. It'll be on November twenty eighth. You need to pipe down after the, the performance today. On November twenty eighth, I'm willing. I'll put some cash up. Yeah, I feel real good about. it. y'all, y'all ain't beat us in like two, three years, right? Don't matter. 
<laughs> uh, they, they, they got us in uh, uh that not no it's been two three years it's regular season they beat us in the fa cup that was it that was a that call from behind rick man we we swept them in 2019 we tied them both times in 2020 i think we swept them in 2018 too if i believe and you guys got swept yesterday so i guess we'll call it a day no it's all good this is all great things chrissy i like your banter with this i want you to bring that energy on the on 28th at the dam be ready to play it live for all the listeners we will be there live I'm specifically flying back from New York on Saturday Mm -hmm. just to be here for that game. And I'm adjusting my flight back to Dallas, man. I'm going to pay for the dog boarding for another day, man, just so I can be there. Well, you got to be there. We got a live show, baby. (laughs) I was flying back on the 27th, but I'm going to move my flight. I will appreciate that. Chrissy, where can everybody hit you up online? So you can follow me on Instagram at it's pronounced Chocolatina. It's not not Spanish. It's Italian. It's Chocolatina five, and you can find me on. You need to spell that for people. You we got a lot of people that like riding in the car. Or something though, and they don't it's know. Lexic and all of that. Yeah. Okay. It's, 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 Hold on. Quick question too. You said it's Italian. You like the uh, the Azuri? You an uh, an Italian fan for the the? League? Yeah, I actually lived in uh, I lived in Sicily in 2008 for three and a half months. So, oh, see, that's my yeah. favorite European uh, yes. national team, the Azuri. Yes. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at C I O C C L A T I N A um, five. And then on Twitter, it's Bella Ragazza. I think it's 05. All right. Double D, where can I hit you up at? Sefubanu at gmail.com, Sefubanu at Twitter. And I believe, uh, yeah, Sefubanu at. Uh, Instagram as well. Spell that for uh, people that are, you know, I'm saying yes. y'all, y'all, y'all doing all these extra things that y'all expect people just to know. S E F U B E N U. Hit me up whenever you get a chance. I'd be happy to uh, talk more about what's going on with both uh, <laughs> Manchester United and also AC Milan. She made me think about the Serie A, uh, my other team, AC Milan, Rosaneri. They actually won the other day. They, uh, they beat Bologna. So I was happy about that. Uh, unfortunately, Manchester United was not able to do the same thing. But all right, Ricky, you got the food popping, man, down there in Miami. Where can yeah, people you know, get your food truck and get the food from know, you, at, man? You know how we do, man. It's uh, Twitter and Instagram, same handle, man. At Ricky Fur One. Yep, get at me. I'm there all day. You got man. you got the food popping for people in Miami, right? Yeah, so we do a uh, we do a thing called Jerk Saturdays, man. We're about to start back up. We took a little break, a couple months, so we're about to start back up with Jerk Saturdays. And um, coming up next month, we'll start. Is there any place people can follow the Jerk Sundays thing for like they can be able to order or anything like that? Yeah, so so they pre-order. You know, we we put the menu up. It's on IG. They can take a look at the menu. They can um, hit the number on there to order. It's all prepaid. You prepaid, and you know we, we send you all the info. Once once you hit us, we send you all the info. You prepay, and then you come pick up. It's not a sit down. It's not a hangout. It's, it's pick up. You and come go. scoop your food. Go to the crib. Yep. Scoop your food and hit the crib. Yep. <laughs> so I like it anyway. Yeah. Well, ma- make sure y'all hit up just kicking it pod on uh on IG. That is the 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 space uh for us on there. Uh, shout out to all the Arsenal fans that have still have said that we are. Uh, uh, strictly a, a Chelsea uh, Manchester United uh, program. Um, we named a whole show, our last show, 
And oh. even though we named the last show saying Arsenal's not dead, they still don't give us no reprieve. Not enough. It's not enough. No, the Gunners, they heavy out there. So no. They heavy out there. Yeah, so have- shout out to them. Um, uh, shout out to everybody listening. This has been a great show. Me and uh, Double D got to do a, an emergency uh, 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 program and later on this week. I think we may have to do just a one without y'all outsiders. Just one for just the Manchester. Give Ole a chance, brother. Give Ole a chance. And a real and a real heart to heart with the fan base. A I real heart to heart. Call it a, a joint therapy session. A joint therapy. Yes, no, it's serious. It's serious right now. Yeah. Now we we reached the threshold where it's like it's something like for real. It's dangerous. We gotta go ahead and circle the wagons right now and like figure out like who's real, who's fake, who's in, who's out. You know what I'm saying? Because this is some death row action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotta go ahead and hunker down and figure out what's happening. Thank y'all listening as always. We will see y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Peace.